I'm back. Uh, it's been a while, so let's get things started right off here. Uh, so let me set this, the stage for you. It's a TV commercial. Uh, you got a husband. You got a wife. It's Christmas morning. Husband buys wife a $2,500 exercise bike. Wife loves exercise bike. The wife spends a lot of time video blogging about how she is enjoying the bike and making herself better and it's an amazing journey and she's you know, feeling so wonderful about herself. Uh, fast forward to now where people have lost their freaking minds. They believe that the ad is sexist and dystopian and it is turning, you know, it's turning back women 15, 25 years because he bought her a bike and she apparently, you know, he's apparently doing something bad for her. Um, my wife would absolutely love it if I bought her a Peloton. Instead, I bought her a poor man's Peloton. And by that, I mean, we took a a cycle bike that we were able to get online for very little, uh, and clean it up and make it look beautiful and mount a tablet to it so that we could watch shows while we ride or watch a cycling episode while we ride or whatever. So that's what we have. Um, if my wife opened up a Peloton in the morning, she would be ecstatic, jumping up and down like one of my five-year-olds is when I give them Legos. Um, so now the guy who plays the husband in the commercial, this is so screwed up, is is getting death threats. A fake husband from a commercial to sell an exercise bike is getting death threats from crazy ass people who have nothing else better to do than lose their minds about a commercial and read it whatever way they want to read it. The funny part about this whole situation is if that was a a wife giving a husband a bike, no one would have said anything about it. But instead, these whiny ass people look at something and realize, you know something? I think that's sexist. And now I'm going to go viral with it. And I'm going to ruin some poor guy's life. Peloton, you know, their their stock is down 6%, which is insane. Uh, the woman involved in the ad, I think Ryan Reynolds had her do a, a viral um, little video. And they made fun of the Peloton ad. But she had no idea. She had no problem with the Peloton ad. She had no problem doing anything. Uh, I stand that if you want to make fun of Peloton, uh, watch their commercials. Everybody on the Peloton bike is absolutely drop dead gorgeous uh guy is fit uh woman is beautiful everyone's beautiful and then the best part is when they get off the bike after you know however long they're riding on the bike they're like glistening and they're smiling and they're having a good time and they they look gorgeous i can tell you that i have ridden my exercise bike quite a bit and every time i get off the thing after a 20 mile workout I am sweating like a slob. I am staggering all over the place. I am exhausted. I can barely move. Um, and I'm a little bit dizzy. And so, you know, if you want to make fun of Peloton, make fun of them, you know, for not being realistic when it comes to the people on the bike and how they feel when they get off the bike. But you certainly can't look at the ad and and realistically say that it's sexist because I think you're full of crap. Uh, I think you're looking for something that isn't there uh, I think you're just trying to point something out and trying to make people uh, get all fired up because that's where we are now and prove some point. What point it is, I don't know. Maybe you bought a Peloton. Maybe you fell off it. Maybe you hurt yourself. Um, maybe you didn't get the results you wanted. I don't know. I don't know what your problem is. But apparently you're pissing and moaning about something that isn't there. It's not happening. It's not like the ad starts off with the wife in the kitchen uh, making food for her husband and he comes in and says, my honey, you're doing such a nice job and gets her a vacuum cleaner. 
All right. He bought her a piece of exercise equipment that she obviously wanted because if you watch the commercial, she's very excited about getting it. She doesn't look at her husband like, oh, man, he thinks I'm fat. Nope. Nope. She wants to hop on the bike. She loves the bike. She's very excited about the bike. So I think this is another example of people just looking at something and seeing something that is not remotely there. Um, and, it, and it's just groups of people like this that are absolutely positively 100 percent ruining it for the rest of us. And you better watch out. Because this is the type of crap that, you know, all of a sudden we'll find out that now you can't buy a Peloton bike anymore because you're a sexist jerk and you just can't do it. So, uh, you know, people need to get to calm down. People need to relax and people need to stop finding things that aren't really there. Because like I said, that's a, a woman giving a bike to her husband. No one is saying a word about anything. And we know that's the truth. Um, something that seems to be surprising people is I was looking at a stat earlier this week in that Uber just released the fact that they have uh, over a thousand assaults on, on their records. Um, and, and people are surprised by this. They're shocked. And to be honest with you, with as many rides as Uber gives out, I think a thousand's low. Um, think about what's happening. You know, you, most of us were taught growing up, uh, most of us that are, you know, probably are, I'd say 30 something or so or older, uh, were taught that, you know, stranger danger. You know, if a stranger comes up to you in your car, in their car and says, you know, hey, you want some candy? Hop in the car. You run away as fast as you can. Now we've got an app on our phone that will allow us to summon a stranger uh, to come and pick us up. Now I realize that some of you who have used Uber before have like your favorite Uber driver and, and they come and get you. And eventually, you know, that person's not a stranger anymore. But you've got people going into cities, strange cities, going into Boston, going into D.C., going into wherever. And just using an Uber to get around. You have no idea who's going to come get you. You have no ungodly clue what kind of creature is going to come pick you up. And we're not talking just the guy that smells really bad from BO. We're talking about a guy that's going to, you know, take you to some garage somewhere and cut you into tiny little pieces, let alone assault you. So I think that the fact that people are surprised that we have strangers doing things for us like this, um, you know, I think that you're crazy to be surprised by that. They're finding that a lot of these things like the, um, the Airbnb and things like that, that people are really starting to get screwed out of this stuff because they're, people are renting it and destroying it. And they're, and they're basically all of these things, Uber and Airbnbs and, and all of this crowdsource type stuff is all based on, you know, the honesty of, of people. And let's face it. Uh, that ain't that solid out there right now. People are, people are like wild animals. Uh, really, they are. So I think, you know, opening up your home or, or your car or calling a stranger, I think you're, you know, you, you want, you're, you're walking a fine line there. And so, you know, people are, are, are ridiculous if they think that, you know, that they're shocked at the thousand assaults. I, I, I'm actually surprised it's not more. Um, just remember, stranger danger. Okay. Stranger danger. Uh, just because the app is there doesn't mean you want to get in the car with somebody you don't know, lock the doors, and take a ride to wherever. And it is that time again. This episode's Man on His Own comes to us from Russia, where they have a sporting event, if you can call it that, called uh, the, the, <laughs> called the Slapping World Champion. Uh, so the Russian slapping world champion has delivered the first sport loss. So the champ's name is Vasily Kamaski, uh, and he has never lost. And so apparently he had a, like a, an exhibition match, I guess. The idea of this sport, again, if you call it that, 
is each gentleman takes an opportunity, and women might do this too. This is just about two guys slapping each other until somebody gives up, knocks out, passes out. Well, this guy just decided, you know, this is like an exhibition. He got paid $4,600 for this exhibition, the champ did. And he kind of slapped the guy, but sort of, you know, took it easy on him because the guy, you know, has done this before. And this guy wound up and ended up knocking this, the guy who's never been beat before, on his big butt. Um, his name is Vasilev Zazulia. Uh, and Vasilev is our man on his own award winner because he slapped this guy so hard that he knocked him out for a quick second. They had to pick him up off the table and remind him where he was. Uh, and he still holds, thankfully, thankfully, still holds his slap championship. Uh, I don't think maybe they give a wristband instead of a belt. Uh, he still holds his championship because this was just an exhibition, uh, but I'm guessing he's going to train much harder uh, for this. So, uh, Vasilev, you are this episode's man on his own. You keep slapping, man. You keep slapping. I'll leave you with this uh, this last quote from one of my favorite movies of all time, which is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. If you haven't seen the movie, uh, get the movie. Uh, it's not that I condone fascism or anyism for that matter. Isms, in my opinion, are not good. A person should not believe in an ism. He should believe in himself. I quote John Lennon, I don't believe in Beatles. I just believe in me. It's a good point there. After all, he was the walrus. I could be the walrus. I'd still have to bum rides off people. Be good to each other. Have fun. Enjoy yourselves. I'll talk to you next time.